Welcome to HLB Cross-Border Business Talks, HLB's global podcast series on international business topics. Hello everyone, my name is uh, Marco and I'm in Silicon Valley for HLB's Asia-Pacific Conference Tour. I'm joined here by Chris and Dave from HLB's Industry X.0 Group and um, Wang Lei, Chairman and Chief Executive Officer of Wahai Holding and Wahai Technology and among other things, also um, alumni advisory board member of uh, Cambridge Judge Business School. And we are gonna talk a little bit about uh, the next generation of startups. So I have a first, uh, very first question. Um, what do you think are the main things that uh, next generation startups look at when planning global expansion and how do we help generally as advisors um, these next generation startups uh, entering new markets. David. Well, I, I think you're, we're going to have to look, our clients look at um, acceptance of their product, really understanding the customers and the market where they're going. If they don't get that figured out from the very, very beginning, things might go awry. I think one of the things we're seeing change is that's not left to the third or fourth step. That's oftentimes the very first thing that happens as we, as we look about expansion or just developing a startup idea. Yeah, when, when you think about the globalized economy, I think what we're seeing is earlier globalization in companies. Maybe 5, 10, 15 years ago, companies would step outside of their country um, you know, much later in their stage maturity, and, and we're seeing it much earlier now. So I think the importance of understanding the regulatory environment of where you're going is going to be is going to be paramount and having good advisors to kind of think through all of the pieces that go into an expansion into a new country. Lei, what's the entrepreneur's view? Yeah, besides the um, regulation difference, the challenge about the culture and the language, but I think the critical is to have the successful market acceptance in, 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 in a different country. That is fundamental, especially the first few orders that you can secure is the key. Chris, what is the impression about alternative ways of financing besides VCs and angels? What do you think is the impact of ICOs and now ISTOs? Well, I think the, the crypto community and, and the history of crypto has really changed the, the path that we're on in terms of financing and, and, and thinking of new ways to, to bring a company forward from, from a liquidity perspective. Uh, the, the rise in Bitcoin has, has certainly put cryptocurrency on the public lexicon and ICOs were, were an early interesting way to, 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 to bring capital to the marketplace. Um, but certainly, I think there's a lot of evolution that's left to come. Uh, and I think ICOs were imperfect. I think STOs are more interesting. Uh, and I think we still have, you know, a few more chapters of this book before we can kind of see where it plays out. But, you know, there's, there's, there's new roads, new paths to go down from a perspective of getting liquidity and building a company. I think that's always going to be good for the marketplace. David, what is your view? Well, I think there clearly is a lot of talk and some traction on the STOs. I think the ICOs funding companies is probably not something we see quite a bit because of the of various reasons. But the STOs, at least it's a regula regulated way to develop capital. And yes, we need some development there. There needs to be much more clarity around the regulations, not just from the SEC perspective, but how it impacts the company from an income tax perspective, because in some respects they don't quite match right now. But the, 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 the need for the SEC to provide more guidance that works is so important right now. That's what we're looking forward to. Lei, are we going to see a lot more ISTOs in the future? 
I think there will be uh, uh, more uh, STOs in the future. That is um, uh, clearly backed by security and, and uh, re regulated by the government support, which also gave the investors confidence because entrepreneurs, we grow together with investors. So that is a critical element. But for purely ICO, I don't think it's going to uh, thrive, thrive on, that on that perspective. Yeah. What about uh, uh, IPOs, very high-profile IPOs that we have seen, such as Uber or Lyft? What do you think is their impact on the financing world? Well, I, th I think anytime you have a company that has raised a lot of money in, in the venture world that has successfully IPO'd, I think it creates uh, a better capital market for early-stage early, early stage startups. I think the risk is when you have big companies that have raised a lot of money and they go into the, mar the public marketplace and aren't able to attain or sustain viability from a financial perspective, that actually ripples down in a negative way. So, you know, our hope when we think of, you know, Lyft, Uber, Slack, is that they're going to have really solid offerings and they're going to be, they're going to, they're going to have stable offer offerings that grow. And I think that's going to be good for the community. It's going to reverberate all the way down to our early stage startups. Well, these large companies, some of them aren't public. I mean, they they continue on. And the real question in uh, the, the, this uh, world that we're living in is whether or not these companies should go public and whether or not they can grow, they can attract capital, keep the soul of the business, the disruptive nature, you know, meet the needs of their of their own employees and meet the customer base. If they need the capital, the, the markets are there. But in some cases, the real question is, are they able to do what they need to do with, with other means of, uh, of, um, of capital growth. Thank you, David. Lei, a uh, million dollar question. We are seeing uh, the evolution of blockchain, AI, IoT, 3D printing. I'm forgetting something else, surely. But what do you think will be the next generation, the next success successful wave of startups? Who's gonna be the next Google? I think there will be winners in different areas, different industries. Uh, and uh, that is uh, the beauty of, of, of entrepreneurship because you leveraging your strengths, your networks to pursue what you want to solve in the society. So uh, that's why as entrepreneur, we don't pursue the trends. But I believe for the IoT, artificial intelligence, and also blockchain, they will have a fundamental influence for the society. Thank you, Lei. Chris, what do you think is going to be the next Google what are what are you seeing among your clients? Yeah, I mean, I think I think we truly are entering into an age of an invention, and and what's great about that is I don't think there is any one vertical that's going to prevail as the biggest vertical that has disruption or innovation. I think all verticals will, um, but I'm particularly excited about uh, health tech, um, ways to make our healthcare system better, uh, sharing securely information. Uh, and mobility. Uh, you know, you, you go back to Lyft and Uber. I think that's the tip of the iceberg. I think micro-mobility is a really interesting uh, sector that we're going to see in urban areas, uh, affordable ways to move around and where you don't have to necessarily own the, the hardware, so to speak. So um, that and real estate, I think those are all really interesting sectors. We're going to see a lot of interesting stuff. David, I have another question for you. In Silicon Valley, there are so many startups you work with a lot of technology startups and founders. How do you like working with them? What do you see? What do you see in them? And and how is that different than working with a typical client of yours? 
Oh, I love working with them. <laughs> in fact, that, that's the reason why I've stayed in this business for nearly 35 years. Every day you wake up and you're going to get a question asked that you've never thought of before. Uh, another way to do things, and maybe a new idea, um, or maybe taking something that we've always done and kind of mold it into a, a need. Um, it really is, is an amazing place to figure out what your client needs, try to be able to deliver something that works, that doesn't get everyone in trouble, also gives them the success they're really after. Chris, what's your view on this? You know, I think one of the best parts of working with founders and startups is they ask, so many of their sentences start with, what if you could? And I think what's amazing about that is it forces you into a world where every day you're learning about a new idea and a new innovation. And it's somewhat inspiring, right? Because some of these changes may change the world. Um, so it's a fast-paced environment. I think it's an environment where you have to really, really know your stuff early on because you have very, very early-stage companies that are entering into extremely complicated transactions. Uh, but it can be very rewarding when you get to, to, to ride the wave with your, with your client and with your company and hopefully see them you know, create something that is mind-blowing. Lay, when, when is that that you say that, uh, oh, this advisor has really helped, helped me a lot? When do you think you have a very great experience with your advisors? Because as entrepreneurs, we, we value time sometimes as value our life because we don't want to waste life and waste the time. So, the, so I also, we are quite solution-driven. So we want to achieve something that if the advisors, they can directly help us to get a solution, and they are really helpful. And especially, we are at a, at a startup stage, and there are shortage of money and cash, these issues, if they can help us to share the challenge, but go through with us to overcome them, that's really very much appreciated. Thanks for listening. For more information about this topic and other cross-border business insights, visit www.hlb.global forward slash insights.